Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. We're back on Amazing Business Radio with another episode. This time, I am excited because Gigi Butler is in the house. Who is Gigi? Gigi's Cupcakes. That's who Gigi's all about. Now, let me give you a little background on Gigi. She moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 1994. The goal was she was going to be a musical, like a big deal, big star. So she leaves California, moves to Nashville, and ends up making cupcakes. And there's a whole story behind it, but she has more than 100 locations and counting. She's the, she has the largest cupcake franchise uh, organization in the world, and she understands what it's all about when it comes to an amazing customer experience, which is why Gigi Butler is on Amazing Business Radio. Gigi, welcome to the show. Hi there. It's so good to be here. And we are so excited to have you. So did I do justice to, I mean, basically, I understand from your story that you gambled everything on the first location back in February of 2008. So that's about 10 years ago. And uh, you had $33 left to your name and you figured out everybody loves a cupcake. Right. Well, I hit the time of the cupcake, you know, but, uh, the wars, the cupcake wars. Yeah, I mean, it was just, the, it was, I was at the peak and the beginning of the peak. And so it was right timing. It was also passion. It was also great product and uh, followed up with good branding. So it was just the right timing. How did you know and, to do that? I mean, uh, your, your, your love was music and it, you know, as an, you know, well, what, how do you decide? I think I'm going to give up my musical dream and open a cupcake store. I mean, there had to be something to that. Well, and plus, you knew what to do. Here's the bit of a backstory. Just a quick little. I had a cleaning business. I was always an entrepreneur. I had a cleaning company at the age of 15, Gigi's Cleaning Company. So I was in homes all the time. And then when I moved to Nashville, I started cleaning for high profile business people, doctors, lawyers, country music artists. So I was in people's homes and I was, I was mastering the art of customer service because when you clean for a Leanne Rhymes or a Taylor Swift or, or all these managers, um, Brad Paisley's manager, all these people, they expect a certain amount of detail and customer service. So, yeah. So, I may not have gone to Harvard Business Business School, but when I'm with this genius marketing guy that does stocks for a living as well, and I'm dusting his desk, and he's like, hey, come over here. This is why I'm buying these shares right now, and I'm going to sell these shares. So I may not have gone to the school, but I was there dusting a guy's desk and learning about stocks, learning about shares, learning about how to have your own shtick as far as when it comes to being a musician, being an artist, and being original. So branding, if I learned anything in the music industry, branding is everything. Branding is everything, and branding is part of the experience. Correct. How do you define, I just want to know if you have your own definition of what branding is, because everybody has different definitions. I'll share mine in a moment, but I want to hear yours. I think branding is 
is first of all being recognizable and and bringing joy to me cupcakes and Gigi's cupcakes with the package with walking into the store and smelling that smell it takes you back to your grandma's house when you were five that is the experience that I want people to know I want people to smell and taste and see the passion that I had for these legacy of loves, these cupcakes that were recipes from 100-year-old recipes from my great-grandmother, from my grandmother, from, you know, all this, my legacy of love and baking it into an American dream story of cleaning houses. I want them to feel that when they come into my store. Mm, I love it. So in your 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 eyes or your your mind, branding is the experience. It is. Yes. Awesome. I would, I would think. It's and and we, we eat with our eyes, so we have to have a beautiful something that's a beautiful product. If some someone doesn't have something beautiful in front of you, why would you want to you know, it's like, ooh. So first of it's eating with your eyes and then having that experience once they put it in their mouth. I love it. You eat with your eyes. That's the beginning. Correct. And I think that's appropriate for any business. You walk in what you see immediately uh, forms an impression. Now, my feeling about branding is is that at the end, we can make these promises. We could commit to wanting the customer feel to feel the way you just described you want that customer to feel. But right. in the end, the customer determines whether or not you nailed it. And that's where well, I think a lot of people miss it is they don't realize just because you say you're going to do something, it doesn't mean the customer's accepting it. You've got to say you're going to do something that the customer does accept and loves. And that's why, right. you know, they love the brand. And, and when they're talking about they love the brand, what they really love is the experience of that right. brand. I guess I think that's the million billion dollar question is how can you create an experience for someone and how can you make a brand that's so powerful that people jump on the wagon with you and say, I'm following them forever because I love them. How do you do that? Well, I'm gonna, I know that how you do it. Secret. Be nice to me and give me a chocolate cupcake and I'll follow you around. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of it for sure. That's part of it. But I mean, I guess that's a secret to everything. You know, how do you get people on board? How do, how do you get people to follow you? Not just on Twitter or on, but how do you get people to really be loyal to you? So is this Whether a rhetorical it, question or can you give me an answer? I, I think it, it's both. I can give you an answer of what I think. It, it, I think it's a strong leader. It's someone that's absolutely passionate about what they do. Uh, I can, you know, Jesus, Martin Luther King, you know, they, they lived their brand because they were their brand mm. and they, they lived it. They loved it. They were so passionate. So I think if you have something that people can connect with and then have passion to go behind it, I think you're, I think you're halfway there. All right, Not so you used a word. Well, you didn't use this word, but I think this word would describe what you were talking about when you mentioned Jesus and Martin Luther King. And I think the word is okay. uh, they, they, you know, you knew who they were. They were authentic. They were authentic cool. to their values, to their beliefs. And everybody, right. you know, who is, they never, you never say, oh, that's what he is there. But in, you know, behind the door, he's somebody else. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think that authentic feeling has got to be there too. All right. Let's talk about customer service and experience. You have a concept on your, or a thought behind the concept of why should you be different for your customer? 
Yes. Why should we? Well, when they walk in the store or the door or wherever they're going to walk into, I mean, they're not walking into a dentist office. They know they're going to get their teeth pulled. I mean, they're coming to a cupcake shop. Let's just say, for instance. <laughs> By the way, there's, if you gave me the choice between a cupcake shop and a dentist, come on. that That's not a good one. Did, did you okay, ever, okay. Did you ever see the movie Indecent Proposal? I think it was what it was called. Yeah. And yeah. that was where Demi Moore... Uh, was married to Woody Harrelson, I believe. Yeah. And uh, Robert Redford... Uh, right. Yeah. He somehow said to Woody Harrelson, I, I guess if I, I don't remember if it was a card game or whatever, he says, but I'll let you out of the money you owe me if you let me spend the evening with your wife. Right. And, and uh, boy, did, you can only imagine this. Well, here's the thing. An indecent proposal. Uh, and, and by the way, this is not my line. I heard this from some comedian years and years ago when this movie came out, years and years ago. But, okay. But for Demi Moore to spend the evening with Robert Redford is not an indecent proposal. <laughs> now, I think it's match made in heaven. Exactly. But I don't now, know. if it was Danny DeVito, now that's an indecent proposal. If it was and his what's his wife? Yeah, if it was Danny DeVito and someone else, uh, like no, that's indecent. No one wants to see that. Right, right, but right. When you have two people that are absolutely fantastic on screen and they light up the yeah. stage and the screen, it's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I know, so, right. I know. So anyway, but but so choosing you over your competitors okay, is a big okay. part of it. <laughs> Right, right. So not a dentist office. Yeah, so lots of cupcakes. Shops. And by the, by the way, there are dentist offices that when you go there, I, I have a friend of mine, David Moffat. He's a dentist over in Australia, and he wrote an entire book mm-hmm. about an amazing experience. He has you oh. picked up in a private car, brought oh to the goodness. dental office. When you're in the waiting room, it feels like you're in this really nice lounge. There's leather right. sofas, and there's it feels like you're in a, in a living room or a den, not a waiting room. And he's doing everything to amaze that customer with the experience, in addition to giving a good dental. Uh, I mean, I, I could look at your cupcake. Oh, that looks beautiful. And by the way, how many wedding cakes have I eaten that look beautiful and taste like, I don't know, plastic? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. So, so you, but you've got to have it all. Anyway, I interrupted you. Let's let's keep going because I think uh, this is where, uh, you know, you pile the icing high and you give them the GG swirl and you make yourself stand out. I think that it, it comes back to having a great product. So when I was going to do a, a cupcake shop, I wanted my product to be different. They had to have their own personalities. Hunk of chunk banana love, scarlet's red velvet. And when you bit into an orange dream sickle, I wanted fresh oranges in there. I wanted that cream filling. So when you bite into that orange dreamsicle, that takes you back to when you're chasing down the, you know, ice cream truck with the ice cream, you know, push-up sherbet pop. And if that doesn't burst in your mouth and bring you back to that moment when you're a kid at 10 years old, I've done something wrong. So I want that product to absolutely come alive and burst into your mouth. I love it. So, I, you know, and... And by the way, you date yourself when you talk about the push-up sherbet. Uh, I I know what sherbet is, and I know what the push-up is, but I've never had the you two know, of the them together. Push-pop. Yeah, it's I know. I, I know what you're talking about. That's great. Oh, and okay. you do. You want it. You want it to. You want them to to take it, and you want to take them. You want to give them an immediate feeling. And I think that's that's one of the things that can differentiate any business from another right. business is that when they do business with you, there's this uh, memory that pops up. A memory right. that's something good, you know, and if we want to get really, you know, uh, for lack of a word, 
technical, I guess would be a good word, uh, or detailed, or medical even, you can say dopamine kicks in and says, hey, I like this experience. Right. Correct. And it, 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 we want to celebrate and we want to be a part of your life, whether it's a graduation, it's a baby shower, it's a wedding, it's a funeral. You know, we had, uh, I just had someone say, oh, we just had to have your cupcakes at my dad's funeral because that's, he loved that the best. And we were eating them when he died in the, uh, I mean, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's torture, but to hear, but that's a part of someone's life. Right. Yeah, that, that's called connection. So there, oh, there's another lesson. Authentic uh, people, uh, authentic companies, right. connecting right. at a level that's right. emotional. When, you know, I, yeah. I think that's awesome. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I have a number of other ideas and questions for you. I can't wait. You've been listening, everybody, to Amazing Business Radio and listening to Gigi Butler, who owned and opened the first Gigi Cupcakes with now over 100 locations and counting. Gigi's is the largest cupcake franchise in the world and... What you don't know and we haven't talked about is there's a book coming out in November called The Secret Ingredient. We'll learn more about that when we come back. Don't go away. Chef Hagen here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24 7 365 days a year just go to www.shepondemand.com once again that's shepondemand.com and remember always be amazing this is amazing business radio with shep hyken we're back on amazing business radio talking with Gigi butler and uh this new book now i know it's not out till november and if anybody's going to write a book about the secret ingredient the fact that you probably have a few secret ingredients that make those cupcakes make you go ooh, wow uh, i'll bet you have something to say about that so what's the book about well it is a life story it's about my journey from being a broken down country singer to a <laughs> to an entrepreneur to a, a new entrepreneur and changing directions with your life and how you, know, you can take brokenness and make something beautiful out of out it and recreate. I think my favorite saying in the world is by George Bernard Shaw. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. So if we can continually create ourselves into being something and evolving into something else, and it could be changing paths, which I did. And so that's what the book's about. It also has a has a recipe, a family recipe, or one of my recipes, savory, sweet, um, at the end of every chapter, and then a life lesson, a business a business lesson before the chapter. I'm really excited about it. It comes out in November, and I just hope I can tell people my story and that it's okay to change paths in the middle of your life and in in what you think you're going to do, and and God has something completely different in store for you and you had no idea and it's like oh well let me uh switch gears here <laughs> so, wow that's what it's about that interesting so uh, before we get back into the business side of things uh, i want to hit the personal side of you and that is it, it, it you decided to give up a dream because most people who decide i'm moving to nashville i'm going to be a star right how hard was that decision to move there? Or no, not to, to move there. Yeah. Moving there was oh. easy. It was giving up no. the dream and well, saying, I'm going to do cupcakes easy. instead. 
moving there was not easy because I gave up everything. I had I had no money. I had $500 to my name. I knew no one. I didn't have a place to live. You're a musician. So, That's expected. You should live out of your car for a few months before you find your first place to live. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was hard for me. But, mm-hmm. okay, so... Um, I think going from at the age of seven, knowing what I want to do, I be I want to be a country music singer songwriter. That's my title. That's what I'm doing. To you know, 30 years old, getting your butt pinched at Tootsie's, you know, passing the tip jar around, going, "This is not going to work." And I think the, when it crashed down and came to me was when I was cleaning for Taylor Swift, literally, and she was playing a song on her bed called uh, "Teardrops on My Guitar." She had just written, and I was like. You know what? She's 15. I'm 30 something. This is not going to happen. And I was devastated because I had that's all I ever wanted. And I, it took me a couple of years to reinvent myself and to figure out that, no, if I'm just going to be a cleaning person, then how am I going to do that? So it was a couple of years of getting into um, every self-help book I could, every business book I could learning how to reinvent myself and instead of the pain of why me turned into well why not me mm. why not me and 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 i guess you always loved the cupcake because you talked about your grandma's recipe and your mom's recipe and i it was a pretty big gamble but did you have any help along the way when you made the choice you you by the way i applaud you for realizing this isn't working I am who I am. Now, what can I, you know, maybe I just need to be a different version of myself. And, and you did it. Uh, yeah. How did you, I mean, the decision, cupcakes, how did that come in? Was that, was that just another passion that you had and say, let's try that one instead? Well, the long story short, my great-great-grandmother had her first bakery in Oklahoma in the turn of the century. And so baking is in my blood. It's in my genes. I was standing on a stool at five learning how to make bread, cobblers, you name it. And my family, we come from a long line of bakers. I never do, knew I would be doing it for a living, but I loved baking. I loved, that's my number one passion. I just never knew I would do it. So it was the transition of, well, I love to bake and I'd be in my kitchen after I stopped singing and I'd be pretending I was doing cooking shows. I'm like, why am I pretending I'm doing cooking shows? Why am I talking to myself? Then I'm not going to do a, be a baker. I'm not going to be, what, what is this? Well, <laughs> it's interesting how things change. I was cleaning a house. My brother stood in line at a cupcake shop in New York city for two hours. He called me and he's like, you should open a cupcake shop in Nashville. Your cupcakes are better than theirs. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, wait, why not? So I just, I just shifted. And all of a sudden I'm like, why not? You know, I failed before I picked myself up and music and lots of other things. Why not? So I went to four banks and they literally laughed in my face. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Cupcakes? I'm like, no, I really think that this could work. And they all laughed and said no. So I took out $100,000 cash advances on my credit cards, and I went for it. Wow, you sure did. (laughs) Yeah, I just went for it. And people thought I was an absolute nut. I told my cleaning clients, I'm like, I'm going to open a cupcake shop. They're like, bless her heart. No, she doesn't get a day job, that poor little thing. You know, even though they love my baking, they felt really sorry for me. So they started ordering cupcakes, and I'll take a dozen for my clients, or the studio musicians are coming over, I'll take a dozen for them. And 
But what they didn't realize is they were helping me form a new company. Wow. In my kitchen is where all the magic happened. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine just brought me a rum cake. Um, and Ooh. he said, my wife is now making rum cakes out of her home and she's starting to get business accounts to make these Ooh. cakes. And I thought, you know, I think I had her cake before. I remember her being pretty good. Just last night we broke into it. He gave it to me on Saturday. It was so uh -huh. delicious. And I thought, wow, sure. I don't know what she's charging for this, but it better be a lot because it is that freaky good. It is so wow. good. And uh, anyway, we have uh, digressed, but I love hearing the backstory as to how you, you made it. And I think that is an important lesson from everybody. You know, banks may laugh at you. I can't imagine when I went home to my mom and I didn't have a job. And I remember her saying to me, you know, Shep, there's a couple of motivational speakers. You might enjoy going to see these guys. Maybe you'll get motivated. And I don't think right. she meant it in a, in a negative way, but she knew that I was trying to figure myself out. And I was just out of college. And I came back to her and I said, this is what I want to do. What's amazing is that she used to tell her friends, well, what Shep do? She goes, I don't know what he does, but he never asked me for money. And so I guess, he, I, know, I guess he's doing okay. Well, of course. And, and then when I, I brought her in after I've been in business, let's see, 19, almost seven years, and I wow. shot my first video in 1990. I said, Mom, I'm wow. doing a video. I'm doing one of my programs. Would you like to come out? And she goes, yeah. So she comes out. She goes, now I know what you do for a living. <laughs> I never knew. Well, so. so that's anyway. cool. Yeah, it was crazy. So I digress. Let's talk about this concept about uh, you have that one size does not fit all. But come on, we're talking about cupcakes. Does mm -hmm. What does this mean? Well, it's not cupcakes. It's a work of art. So it's and it's something that you love and it's something that you put a lot of labor and love into it. So it's not just cupcakes. We have 270 flavors in our 270 catalog. flavors. Yeah, wow. started with 32 flavors when I first opened my doors. So we, we've got, and it's not, it, we have something for everyone. I just started to make a chocolate rum cake, which is, oh, it's delicious. It is. Speaking of rum. Yep. Yeah. And there's orange dreamsicle. There's, so it's just, it's something for everyone. Um, the wedding cake is 17% of our sales on a daily basis, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. No, across the country. And, but every, we have and every one of those is probably somewhat unique because they, they do, I mean, they, I, I'm a guy. I know the effort that my wife at the time, my fiance, went into creating the cake of her dreams and how important that right. was. And right. so, yeah, you're not getting a standard <laughs> cake. You're getting a highly specialized custom cake. <laughs> right. I and guess. we do that, too. We do lots of wedding cakes and we do birthday cakes and shower cakes and so we do cakes. It's not just cupcakes anymore. So what about, apart cake. what about for the company that doesn't appear to have variety? I mean, if you think about it, if I thought to myself, oh, it's a cupcake store. What kind of cupcakes, you know, how many flavors, 200 and how many, 280? Probably 278. 278 flavors. I would have thought there's chocolate, vanilla, maybe there's red velvet. You know, when you go to a Mexican restaurant, there's a, a whole menu of what looks like you know 50 75 items but really it's like five ingredients mixed five different ways or maybe and may, I'm, I'm grossly exaggerating now, i love going to the mexican restaurants because that's like some of my favorite food but when i start thinking about it well the the enchilada has the same thing that the taco has and it. it's just a different shell 
or you know, a right. covering. But it tastes so good. Uh, you don't, you can't do that when you have 278 flavors. Chocolate <clears throat> needs to taste different if it's dark chocolate or milk chocolate or or mint chocolate, yeah. uh, you know, cherry chocolate. Uh, there's so many different, you know. So I get it, unique. But when I walk into your store, how many? flavors am I going to potentially experience if I wanted one of everything on any given day in your store? On a daily basis, we usually have at least 12. Mm -hmm. So if someone wanted to come in for a dozen and want to, oh, I want one of everything. Okay, we've got 12. We have 12 different flavors. Now, all the stores are free to make their specials as what they are. Oh, let's open the book and let's do. So last week at my Broadway store, I was like, you know what? This summer we're doing chocolate macaroon. We're going to do the almond toasted almond and we're going to do orange dreamsicle and margarita for our summer. Like this is what we're going to do. So we have those and the standard menu that uh, everyone across the country has. So I want people to have variety. I think it's so important. I'm a variety type of person. Like, I don't want just the same thing. I want to pick and choose and have little snippets of this and this. And women like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 86% of our clientele are women. And 96% of all women in the country love lots of frosting, which we did a big study on that about four years ago, which is hilarious. So that's why we have high frosting. If people don't like a lot of frosting, well, you can scrape it off. You don't have to eat all the frosting, but it's it's there as an option for people that like lots of frosting. Hmm. So here's the big yep. lesson. Uh, one okay. size doesn't fit all, which means you have 278 flavors. Obviously, not right. all of them are available at a given time in the retail world, but no. if I, but so many of your of your business, so much of it is special order. You mentioned that uh, what you say 17 percent on a daily basis is cake orders, wedding cakes specifically, and I'm sure you have corporate cakes, holiday cakes, all kinds of special cakes. And there is where you customize. And I think when people feel like they're getting a personalized and customized experience, right. that's key. Also, second lesson, you know your customers. You just threw out some stats and facts about your customers. How many people listening truly know who their customers are and can share the relevant information such as you just did that, you know, X percent are women and X percent of those women like the big frosting? I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the customer experience and how you package. And it's not just packaging a cupcake. It's packaging the entire experience. You've been listening to Amazing Business Radio and Gigi Butler this this episode. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to amaze your customers, impress the people you work with, and outshine your competition? Going from average to amazing isn't an out-of-reach goal. In fact, amazement is a habit that anyone can master. In my latest book, Be Amazing or Go Home, I share the secrets behind my mantra, which is to always be amazing. Drawing on the routines of incredible people, I share simple practices that can elevate your game. Once you master those habits, you'll be able to create trust, build stronger relationships, make sales, advance your career, and much more. Now is the time to step out of ordinary and step into being amazing. Be Amazing or Go Home is now available on Amazon.com in ebook and hardcover. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, and we are talking to the cupcake queen herself. Packaging is 
everything. That's something you say, and to me, that's all about the customer experience. But give us uh, your background and your feeling on how important it is to give your customers the right package. Well, when I think of my three favorite brands, it's Tiffany's, Victoria's Secret, and Martha Stewart. Mm -hmm. Now, we sell completely different things, but when you see that robin egg blue box walking down the sidewalk, you want what's in it. I know every woman wants what's in it because subconsciously, that robin egg blue box brings out joy and something to be desired. So when I did my packaging, I wanted it to be a little gift, something special inside. And I had that in mind. I, I drew my first thing on a draw and on a bar napkin sitting at a restaurant at a bar having dinner with my friend and I'm like okay you know what I'm gonna do this and this so it was so important for me to be branded well and packaged well because you want to set yourself apart from your customers and our box does that so it yeah, really yeah. yesterday I bought a new iPhone and I okay. always love the experience of the guy hands me the box. He says, right. go ahead and open it up. <laughs> right. Just opening a box from an Apple, for an Apple product, whether it be the iPhone right. or the iPad, it's like part of the whole experience. And, and, I think the, and I think back as you're talking about this Tiffany box, not that many years ago I was with a group of guys. We were on a, on a business trip together, and I said, you know something? We're up here in New York. We're having great dinners. My wife's at home taking care of our kids i'm gonna go get her a gift and the guy says i'm gonna get her a gift too so we go to this store and i said this is an expensive store but we're gonna buy something relatively inexpensive and my and i said this and i know she's gonna hear this it's not about what's in the box it's the box <laughs> that's right that's right yep yep love it's it so i like that packaging is so much of the experience and people forget about that and how excited do people get when they see a brown box that says amazon on the side well maybe now because you can get everything in amazon and people are delivering paper towels in this box it doesn't right. make as much <laughs> but i mean still everybody knows it's the amazon box and right. you know people brand their boxes and you can tell and it looks and by the way the box that we're talking about is simply a metaphor for everything you put into the experience all right, we are running out of time. Before I get into the final question, which is my one thing question, I want to remind everybody that in November, the secret ingredient will be coming out. You can probably uh, just Google it. or Is there a mailing list they can get on, Gigi? Well, you can go to Amazon. It's on Amazon, and you can pre-order it now. Oh, wow. Pre-order it now for November. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. The secret you can buy ingredient. It on Amazon. Gigi Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R. Is that right? Yes, I think that's right. G-I-G-I-B-U-T-L-E-R. Uh -huh. -E All right. So I would say that could be a fun little gift to uh, share with people for the holidays. All right. Um, I want to get into the final question, and that is the one thing you want to make sure that we remember or something new that you haven't shared yet, what would that be? I, I might have already shared it, but I think for people that are listening and for people that want to create an over-the-top experience for your customer, I think it's all about passion, and it's about selling what you believe whether it's a cupcake or a taco or a, or a box or a phone. I think why iPhone is so successful is that they have a why to, you know, we just don't do good phones or we don't do good computers. They have a why. Why are we the best? Because we have a purpose. We make a connection. Why do they make a connection? 
because they don't just sell computers. They sell an experience. And I think it's why do you, why are you in business? There you go. What is your, what is your why? What is your why? And that is a great thing to leave our people with this week. Gigi, thanks for being on the show. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio, because not only are you amazing, but the words you shared with us, uh, they were obviously going back to that one thing, passion. It was in your heart. Everything you shared with us today was real. It was authentic. And I so much appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful. All right, everybody, that wraps up another episode of Amazing Business Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I thoroughly did. We've got another one next week, so make sure you come back. And until then, remember, always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.